Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. It truly is amazing how much truth is found in just one verse of scripture. We've been examining Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 20, where the Bible says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In our last study, we learned that gratitude brings us to God. It's not just about us. It's not just about material blessings. It's about the giver. And it is about the one for whom the gifts come. And that's the Lord Jesus. It brings us literally to God. You remember in the Old Testament, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of His people. One of the great joys of developing a thankful heart is that it brings you into a consciousness of the Lord's presence. It makes you think about God. It makes you look up and look beyond your circumstances and see the Lord. But I want to bring you one final thought from this portion of Scripture. You see, though this one verse is powerful and can stand alone, it actually connects to all the verses around it. As a matter of fact, Ephesians 5 verse 20 is in a larger paragraph. It is, it's in an ongoing sentence. Uh, there's not a period in the end of the previous verse and there's not a period at the end of verse 20 because it's all connected. You see, every text has its context. We've learned that there's an action to thanksgiving. We've learned that there's a duration of thanksgiving, thanks always. We've learned that there's a motivation of thanksgiving, thanks always for all things. We've learned that there's a direction of thanks, giving thanks always for all things unto God. We've learned that there's a relationship to thanks, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father. And we've learned that there's a recognition of thanks, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. But could I show you just a few of the implications of thanks? When we began the study, I said to you that Gratitude and thankfulness connects to every good thing, every part of life, and indeed it does. Let me give you just a sample from the rest of Ephesians chapter 5. The Bible says in verse 14, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. I believe that gratitude is connected to a watchful spirit, to being wide awake spiritually. You see, when you're a thankful person, it makes you think about spiritual realities. It keeps you from going to sleep. It keeps you from walking in darkness and it helps you to walk in the light. That's one of the implications of thanks. Here's another. The Bible says in verse 15, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. I believe gratitude will give you wisdom. It will help you see from heaven's perspective instead of simply from earth's. It will help you make wise decisions. What about verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil? I think one of the implications of thanks is it will help you to make the most of every day. We waste so many days. We waste so many moments of every day. And yet when you're a thankful person, you're spiritually in tune with God. You're walking in fellowship with Him. That will help you to redeem the time. And then the Bible says in verse 17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. I believe Thankfulness is one part of discovering God's will. Do you remember 1 Thessalonians 5.18? We 
alluded to the other day, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. As you begin to give thanks, you are literally doing the will of God in that, and God will then begin to show you other parts of His will. Then, one of the implications of thanks is it's connected to being filled with the Holy Spirit. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Spirit-filled people are thankful people. Uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit and yet to grumble and groan and complain all the time, those two things just don't go together, my friend. He's the Spirit of praise. And then how about this one, verse 19, speaking to yourselves. Uh, have you ever talked to yourself? It's all right. It's all right as long as you do it God's way. Listen to the verse. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. I believe thankfulness will help you keep a happy heart. It will help you keep a song. Even on difficult days, you can rejoice. You have a new song to sing. You have someone to sing to and someone to sing about because the Lord is good. And then what about this one, verse 21? Now we're getting down where we live. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. I believe that one of the great implications of thanks is that gratitude will help you in all of your other relationships. You see, when God is in His rightful place, then others are in their rightful place. Uh, when the Lord is exalted, you're humbled. And so it enables you to submit. He goes on specifically to talk about wives submitting to the leading of their husbands. He talks about husbands submitting to the needs of their wives. Now, there's a mutual submission here. Uh, let me just tell you, that's impossible apart from gratitude. It's only as we are thankful that we begin to see other people around us through God's lens instead of our own. I'm telling you, thankfulness changes your life. It changes your home. It changes your conversation. It changes your attitude because it brings you consciously into the presence of a good God. Johnson Oatman was a believer, a Christian man serving the Lord, who at one juncture on his journey got very, very depressed. As a matter of fact, he got so low that he even considered taking his own life. He sat down one day with a pen and a piece of paper to write a letter, a note to his family, a goodbye of sorts. Before he began the letter, he thought to himself, perhaps I should make a list of some of the good things in my life that I can leave behind so that my wife and children won't think that everything has been bad. So he took out a clean sheet of paper and he began writing just a line item list of all of the good things, all of the blessings. He filled up a page and turned it over and filled up the back of that sheet. He got a clean sheet of paper and filled up a third page and turned it over and completed a fourth. When he got to the end of filling up four pages with the blessings of God, he laid his pen down and started to laugh. Suddenly light shone through the darkness and he said out loud to himself, I can't take my own life. I have too much to live for. He took out a clean sheet of paper and wrote for the very first time these words, words I love to sing, words you've seen in your hymn book, no doubt. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. The turning point in Johnson Oatman's personal experience was when he began counting his blessings. How often we count our burdens. How often we count our, our blots. How often we count the things in our life uh, that are struggles and strains to us. And how rarely we truly count our blessings. Could I challenge you to do something today? Why don't you sit down with a piece of paper and make a list of some of the blessings of God? It won't be exhaustive because you won't even think of all the blessings of God 
so many of them go unnoticed, but think of a few of them. Maybe with your family, make a a list that is not a, a prayer list. It's a praise list. It's a thanks list. Begin to count your blessings. Hum and sing that little song to yourself today. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. I think as you begin to count your many blessings, you'll find that not only will you become a more grateful person, but every other area of your life will be affected by it as well because that's just the implications of praise and of thanks. It touches every part of our life. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.